When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever. Dog. Do not go gentle into that good night. Poetry, I feel, is a tyrannical discipline. I was trying to tell a story. The book came to me in a sort of a haze. This is how to write a good short story. No hope, just booze and madness. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear. I saw the best minds of my generation destroyed by madness. Now... Lend me your ears. Hello, and welcome to Literati, a podcast about words and stuff. We're the book boys, and here come some more of those words we promised. Yep, we got words out the wazoo, so, you know, get ready to listen to them. I'm Colin O'Brien, and my favorite book is Facebook. Oh. I'm addicted to that dang site. Folks, I can't log off. (laughs) I must have read it like a thousand times. Not a great story. And I'm Michael Wolf, winner of the 2019 Man Booker Prize for coordinating the entertainment for my buddy's bachelor party. I booked a bunch. <laughs> was that Michael? <laughs> I booked a bunch of men. Oh, okay. So it's the Man Booker Prize. And how was that? It was great. They all did magic. At the same time, uh, really impressive stuff. I don't know if you've ever seen, but they started competing with each other. A bunch of magic at the same time? No, I've never seen. That. It was distracting. <laughs> But at the same point, it was cool because they each sort of were trying to one-up each other. So oh, okay. it's like, you got a dove, I got a rabbit. <laughs> was there a winner? Or? Um, most of them died. Oh, wow. Uh, so it was like a Hunger Games sort of situation, yeah. but with magic. <laughs> with magic. Okay. And I guess in the end, we all won. Oh, that's really cool. Except for the people who passed away oh, in their yeah, families. Oh, yeah, sure, of course. Anyway, if you couldn't tell, this is a podcast about literature and how good it is. And today we have a professional journalist who's uh, on the podcast and going to speak to you in just a little bit. But first, Michael and I wanted to read a bit of our own professional writing for you. But then we forgot to write anything. Or rather, not forgot, just couldn't. Yeah. Writing is hard. But we didn't want to leave you hanging, so we went to our local public library and spent hours trying to find the best book ever. And we did. It's called Bob Honey Who Just Do Stuff by Pappy Pariah. Fun fact about Pappy Pariah. It's a pen name for Sean Penn. It's Sean's pen name. Is that funny? I think, yeah, I think it's funny. But I'm, I'm not, not, not I'm kind of on the fence. It's uh, whether or not it's funny, it is true. Yeah. So if you were to go to a bookstore or a library or even the internet, you could find. Bob Honey, who just do stuff, written by Pappy Pariah, who is, in fact, Sean Penn. I think it's getting a little funnier. That's pretty, (laughs) if not funny, at least it's like, huh, okay. Maybe not funny ha-ha, but funny ho-ho. Yeah, it's at least taking up some time. And so there were so many books, some very old, some incredibly new, but not that many written by celebrities. And (laughs) when we found this book written by a celebrity, we immediately thought, oh, this has got to be good. It's got to be. They wouldn't be famous if they didn't do good stuff. And I don't know much about Sean Penn as a person, and um, I refuse to look into it because I'm pretty sure it's bad. Pretty sure the general consensus is not a great guy. 
But instead of talking about that today, let's take a look at some of the words he wrote. Um, and I'm just so excited because while the book didn't make any sense, it was also longer than I wanted. And uh, let me just read. This is an excerpt from page 12. <clears throat> Bob's boyhood essence set him up for a separation from time, synergy, and social mores, leading him to acts of indelicacy, wounding words, and woeful whimsy that he himself would come to dread. Well, uh all right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A lot of alliteration. Yeah. Yeah. I, st- I noticed that wounding words, woeful whimsy, uh, indelicacy. The only one that uh, didn't have uh, alliteration in that series. Well, right you know, it's his first book, so <laughs> yeah. he'll get he'll get better. Um, and what I loved about that sentence is I didn't understand the point. No. Um, I couldn't follow it, and it didn't build to anything. Yeah. It was. Uh, it ended. And then I was like, I think I got to start over because I probably missed something. Yes. I, w- I assume that I messed up reading it. And uh, you did by reading it. That yeah. was the essential mistake. Okay. But uh, Colin, do you want to read this third one? Oh, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> this is another uh, sentence from uh, Bob Honey, Who Just Do Stuff. Good title. <laughs> Good title. <laughs> it's sort of folksy and just like. Uh, yeah. Just like makes you think, okay, there's got to be a story here. Yeah. Is there? (laughs) So here it is. Okay. This is pride to be had where the prejudice is practiced with precision in the trenchant triage of tactile terminations. All right. Yeah. There's that alliteration again for sure. It's hard. Yeah. Um, That definitely isn't a crutch. Yeah. Uh, Let me do one more. A random selection from page 142. This one probably is less alliterative and more of a functional sentence. (laughs) His dreams desert daylight diffusion dictated disturbances in the void of visual detail. Nope. (laughs) Sometimes here's here's I don't understand it. So it must be deep. And you know what else? I like to when I'm reading, I like to feel like I'm uh, jumping hurdles. Yes. And and focusing on that and not. To uh, you don't pick up on any of the meaning of the words because you're so busy trying to like parse them right. Yeah, yeah. Right now my tongue is numb, <laughs> and that's not just because of all the cocaine I licked. <laughs> I think it's from twisting it around all these words. And is we, that, by the way, Colin, I forgot to ask. Yeah, am I doing it right? The cocaine. The cocaine. Yeah, yeah I think if because it tastes bad. But you are supposed to lick it. You can also, uh, I've heard of a cocaine spoon. Mm. So I think you can just like shovel it into your oh, mouth. Oh, right. Yeah. Like metal straws. So you, um, one, save the environment. Yes, which of we course. Which to do. Yeah. And two, the coffee, if you're drinking coffee, it bypasses your teeth. So this way the cocaine won't stain my teeth white. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get darker teeth because uh, I've been going yeah, out and tanning. You, and I say, why well, <laughs> leave my teeth out of that? Yeah. You're also just, uh, yeah, you're, uh, it's similar to, you know, people dye their hair. Hair. People yes. are very sensitive to like, uh, you know, gray hair, white hair. Yes. They they want to dye their hair. People are dyeing their teeth brown. Too. It's true. Yeah. Every day. So uh, instead of us reading more, why don't we let Sean Penn read some to you? Now, in this, I've got a selection here. Uh, the cover is a cocktail glass with that's on a napkin coaster of the American flag. That's got to mean something. Yeah. I it, mean, that's there's a little maraschino cherry in there. The cocktail glass is empty. <laughs> And it sort of makes me think like, uh-oh, have we been drinking America? That's probably what it means. Yeah. Uh, or maybe we're drunk <gasps> off of what, um, like the sort of like, we have this idea of America and we drank the, I was going to say Kool-Aid, but then we die. No, the so whiskey. Was, yeah, the whiskey. The American and so now whiskey. we're drunk on what, yeah, on what mm. we think America is, but really it's just poisoning us. 
I think you did a lot more work than the author. <laughs> I know. I which that's the other thing I don't like about this book is I feel like I have to I'm like doing all this work making sense of it and I mm. don't think any of it was intended by the author. No. Yeah. You're finding meaning in the chaos. Yeah, exactly. Well, um it does say on this written by Pappy Pariah, read by Sean Penn. Um which is just a cool um lie. Okay. <laughs> here we go. Meet Bob, honey. The resident of Okay, I have to stop it right away. I am incredibly disturbed by the timber and tone of that voice. Ooh, right away it makes my whole spine yeah, just cringle. That feels like the uh uh vocal equivalent to like leather that's like dry or like uh animal hide drying out oh, like in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. But not in a good way. No, no. <laughs> not in a way that you're gonna be like, can't wait to sit on this couch. No, it, yeah, it's not like a yeah, it's not the cool leather product yet. You're just sort of like, oh, that's a dead animal <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs> All right, back to it. 1528 Sweet Dog Lane, who most often speaks of himself in the third person. A former fixed wing shuttle operator, barge fireworks display purveyor, and one who made a killing in the septic tank pumping industry by focusing on an exclusive clientele of Jehovah's Witnesses. Bob regretted never attaining a real estate license or exploiting his imagined tagline, buy a honey of a property. He thought it might even make a good t-shirt slogan dressed over his honey bear heft, had his dependence on pocket protectors not likely overcomplicated the cut. Okay, this is getting me. I am now fully on board. Yeah. I so, think it's starting to, it's starting to, it's sort of the picture starting to reveal yeah, itself. He works, Bob Honey works in septic systems mm-hmm. and wishes he'd been a real estate guy. So there it's like, okay, there's, there were stakes. There's this whole life lived. There's ambition and desire. Yeah. Failed, uh, you know, aspirations that mm-hmm. never came true. And he has a honey bear shape, which immediately I can, I can picture that in my head. <laughs> you describe someone, it's important to describe your characters in a way that paints a picture. And yeah. that really makes me think, okay, so he's furry. <laughs> Okay, let's do a little bit more. Now in his mid-fifties, Bob is a solitary man. Although he lives alone, it is Bob's perception that he wakes to his ex-wife and to their speechless marriage. Okay, interesting. (laughs) That's interesting and sad. I I like that basically I find the voice so haunting that I can't pay attention to the words. Mm. I know he's not in the room. But I somehow somehow uh, feel like he might Just kill me yet and kill me. Yeah. yeah, man, I wish I could. Um, I'm gonna do the rest of the podcast uh, like this. Bob Honey was a <laughs> honey bear of a man. That's good. Yeah, Colin, you got a future okay. in writing bad books <laughs> and a past. I'm just gonna do a little bit more. Let's see if this ex-wife stuff is respectful. I'm 90 percent sure it's gonna be. Each morning, every night. The voice is as if affected by peanut butter permanently embedded in the roof of his mouth. He goes to bed quoting, A, B, C, C, B, A, A, B, C, C, B, A. The alphabet's first three, forward, then back. Oh, that's what it was. Oh, it was the alphabet's first three, forward, then yeah, back. Yeah, the thing of, about that that uh, confused me was what... What the heck those uh, those letters meant? Yeah, yeah, or where in the alphabet they fell? Not why. Yeah. Also, we've talked about honey. We've talked about peanut butter. I want a peanut butter and honey sandwich right yeah, about is now. Is this a fiction book or a cookbook? <laughs> yeah, exactly. My tummy is grumbling louder than a honey bear's. You know, I 
I wish we had time to go through it oh, all. Oh, I know. Um, but sadly, this intro is so long. And I guess to sum it all up, what we're saying is Sean Penn wrote a bad book. <laughs> and I sure yeah. don't want to buy it and give him any money. No. But it's fun to listen to it suck. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I uh, I read the uh, the uh, what I thought was a the sort of summary of the book that you sent me in preparation sure, for yeah. this. And it just seemed like a bad review. <laughs> the summary <laughs> the, on like the, the book's website. Yeah. The summary on the book's website. Do you want to read that before we move on? Yeah. So uh, it's on audio file and uh, it just it just says things like. Uh, Listening becomes an exhausting experience in sorting the thread of narrative from the onslaught of what remain discrete moments of acting. <laughs> so I, it's talking about the audio book, okay. I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, there was definitely a lot of acting going on. Yeah. Well, um, I can't urge you enough. Go to your local <laughs> library and just have a field day in there. Yeah. Um, ask for anything else. And uh, <laughs> you're going to have a great time. But uh, so while Pappy Pariah uh, is writing fiction... There's also a type of writing that is more based in fact. Hmm. Journalism. Oh, Newspapers. Yes. Looking around the world and saying, I see something, let me jot it down. And today our guest writer does that. They're not yeah. making up lots of things. They're actually writing real stuff. And uh, they, uh, they write uh, for their local newspa uh, newspaper in mm. the obituary uh, section. And Colin, what are obituaries? Uh, they are uh, little summaries about the lives of people who just recently passed. Yes, and while right. uh, Sean Penn's book will make you wish you were dead, our next uh, reader uh, writes about the dead. So please help us in welcoming Todd Boogle. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Thank Todd. you for joining us, Todd. Well, uh, welcome to, to me. Yeah, Hello. welcome to you indeed, Todd. I, I just wanted to say really quickly, um, actually, it's Tog Boogle. Oh, sorry. Did I? I said... Uh, you said Todd. Todd. There's an extra... So it's Todd, like with an extra D. D. Yeah, no, no, -D -D. it's Tog, like T-O-G-G. -G. I understand. But we it's a, you're not wrong. I was actually born Todd. <clears throat> and then oh. um, someone called me Tog, and I just went with it. Okay, right. So my name has changed a bunch. I'm trying to be more assertive and stick with Tog now. Well, oh, that's well. I'm sorry for the mistake, but we are very happy to have you on the podcast, Thank Todd. You. And I think you're the first, yeah, the first Tog we've had on the podcast. Oh, that's so nice. I know so many other Togs. <laughs> you know a lot of other Togs. Mm -hmm. Mostly uh, in Missouri. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you uh, did travel. Is that where your uh, newspaper that you write for? No, no. Happened? I write. I live in Tallahassee, so I write okay. for the Tallahassee Tallahassee at all <laughs> newspaper. Yes. Tallahassee at all. Uh, and so, are you from Missouri, or you just know that there are a lot of togs there? I just know there are lots of togs there because okay. of Facebook. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we want to say Which thank I you. I do love for taking the uh, the long bus ride from Tallahassee here to New York to the Empire State Building where we record <laughs> and <laughs> illegally yeah. on the top of the on the roof is well, beautiful and yeah. yes and the sound quality is mwah. um so without further ado Todd we'd love to hear some of your writing talk <laughs> okay so I brought in <clears throat> so I can't actually read my obituaries that I publish in the paper because oh. of legal copyrighted reasons. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to... Because you'd be... Somebody could find that dead person and hold them accountable? Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to read you my um, application. This was... They had me write in 
a bunch of obituaries that were fake um, so that they could see if I was good at writing, and I was. Oh, uh, sort of like a spec, yeah. spec, uh, spec obituary. <laughs> a, a spec, spec obit. for dead people. So this is a piece called Obituaries for Teenage Girls if they actually died when they say they're dying. Okay. Okay. If at any point you don't like this piece, you can just say stop, and then I'll stop. <laughs> okay, I do want to... Feel free to be as assertive as you want. You know, we are here. You are a special guest, so you don't have to immediately undercut yourself. Okay. Thank you so much. No problem, problem, Todd. I'm really sorry. Thank you. Okay. Jamie Huang, age Stop. Okay. Great. (laughs) I just want to just really like ride up on that mic and like, listen, I'm so excited for this and I know you're going to crush it, Uh um, but our listeners are a non-existent to dropping off like flies oh, no. so you gotta hook them i'm not gonna say you know morning shock jock dj voice but just i you know fire yeah it. we're fire. into okay. we're the first podcast to be into negative listeners oh yeah wow don't okay really know i'll get yeah. really excited for this cool. okay here we go <clears throat> jamie Huang, age 14 <gasps> that was a gasp were you surprised by your own obituary? No, I was surprised by how excited I oh, got. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, uh, I'm, that skin on my arms is bubbling. Wait, what? Are yeah, you that Ill? is a problem. Yeah. No. I have goosebumps so wild that my skin is bubbling. I think yeah, you I'm, maybe have smallpox. No, yeah. I'm I'm Michael, you keep calling them goosebumps, but they are like an inch and a half off your skin. Well, then like why are they so red? Out. You know? Actually, that's a very good point. Thank you. Someone died of that a few weeks ago, and I wrote about it. Oh. Mm-hmm. It was a very beautiful funeral. Well, I... You get to attend the funerals of the obituaries, you write? Yeah, because I have to write in the obituary when and where they are. So okay. then I go, what should I do today? Well, this is the only thing on my schedule. Oh, and then I, I show up. I do like that There's a there have probably been funerals where they haven't... There's been one person at the funeral that the family doesn't know who's jo- mm. furiously jotting down stuff in the back. Yes, that's me. Yeah. You're probably muttering yeah. to yourself, oh, this is good yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually rate a funeral out of 10. Caskets? Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> so it's one to 10 caskets. 10 caskets mm. is an amazing, gorgeous, hot funeral. <laughs> I'd love a hot corpse. Yes, it's really nice when it's open casket and a handsome open person. casket funeral. <laughs> Just but you to, want something to look at. I mean, if you're yeah. going to be sad, you want something to look at, too. I mean, yeah. you got to look at them once more before they go. I have pre-ordered my casket, and it is a convertible. Wait. Yeah. So the top is going to come down, and then as I'm lowered, it's slowly the canvas it's, top is going to close. Michael's in a... He, a it's a top. It's a race car bed. Oh. <laughs> Michael's being Yeah, but I'll die in it. Yeah. So with... Yeah. I, I feel like Sorry, we, we are stepping over you. Uh, right. Colin and I are now going to step back. The floor is yours. Oh, the floor is so big. (laughs) Okay, here we go. I'll try again. Obituaries for teenage girls if they actually died when they say they're dying by Tog Boogle. Jamie Huang, age 14, died suddenly upon seeing a tiny Labrador puppy walk successfully through a set of revolving doors. Emma Phillips, age 15, passed away when she saw Taylor Swift exiting the neighborhood gym. She died three times before realizing that the woman was not, in fact, Taylor Swift, whereupon she died once more. Morgan Thomas, age 15, tasted the perfect mango moose cake just before succumbing to death. During her life, she was a moose lover. She loved moose. 
she was tragically killed by the perfect moose. Sierra Ruby, age 13, heard that Emma said Dan told Rebecca that Maggie was hosting a party that Henri would also attend, but it was actually Rebecca who told Dan that Molly was throwing a get-together, and Emma was wrong, but it was so confusing that she just gave up and died. Leona Brenner, age 15, lived a healthy life until she made the fatal decision of watching a puppy uh, splashing in a puddle. She clung to religion until the very end, crying out to God via the YouTube comment section, typing, OMG, OMG! In interest of time, but it was too late. She was dying, dying, OMG, and then proclaimed dead. Rachel Lee, age 14, suffered from an asthma attack at the local dog park. When she cried out in fear of death, her puppies responded, I mean, her friends responded, I know, the puppies are so cute. And, uh, Rachel, I didn't think my joke was that funny. Genuinely unable to breathe, Rachel actually passed away. Her memorial service will be next Saturday at St. Paul's. All are welcome. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up and listening through your app. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Wow, that yeah. was amazing, Todd. Thank you so much. Oh, my and gosh, Todd. I, oh, yes, Todd. I, I, and I can see why they hired you, because that Thank was you. an amazing uh I was listening, wishing that these were real people who died, because oh, yeah. it was so compelling. That makes me so happy. Yeah. I really appreciate that. So I've got a question right off the bat. Mm -hmm. uh, how does one find themselves in this line of work? Um, it was really because I wanted to be a news journalist, and then I was really bad at it. Oh, <laughs> Okay, interesting. That's sort of how Colin and I found our way to podcasting. Yeah, uh, oh. yeah. We wanted to be writers. Uh, we found out we and were we are. Yeah, oh. but a lot of people have told us we're very bad at it, yeah. and so then we're like, well, we'll just talk about it. Yeah, they can't stop us from writing when we get home I see, on the so walls. Wow, on the walls anywhere we of can. Your home? My home. Other people's homes. Other people's homes. Yeah. That feels illegal. Well, if uh, <laughs> if you know a certain artist who's made a lot of money doing it, you might think otherwise. Um, are we talking about Banksy? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I know who Banksy is. Yeah, well, you know, you, who, you know who Banksy is. Mm -hmm. Can you can you tell us? No, but he lives in Tallahassee. This would be a really good scoop for us. It's because I have to prepare obituaries for kind of well known people in case you know they die all of a sudden. Oh. Yeah. oh. So then I found out who Banksy was. You have a you have obituaries prepared for like uh, famous people. Uh, famous people, people I don't like that I hope will die soon. <laughs> so people like hanging out in the hospital who I think will that's die. Sort of like fan fan like slash fiction, yeah, fan fiction or writing, mm. or like an obituary wish wish list sort of mm. thing. It is yeah. truly a wish yeah. list. Yeah. yeah, I have lots of enemies. Well, I hope we can hear some of those. All I gotta say about. Um, Banksy is I my work is much more political than his is totally and a little bit more on the nose no I think you're right that guy is dumb <laughs> I'm gonna be laughing once mine get famous I'm gonna be laughing all the way to the Banksy I'm excited for you yeah it's I've been doing a lot yeah. of really interesting stuff so right I drew at, a policeman weeping 
Okay, that's really deep. And guess what he's standing over? What? A donut. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so much better than any Banksy I've mm-hmm. seen. Um, I, there's a one where it's a small child soldier firing a gun, but guess what's coming out of the gun? What? Donuts. Oh my god! Wow, <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. I do a lot of these. Banksy does it in like the dead of night. I do it in the dead of morning, okay. and I'm hungry. <laughs> That's great. Everyone's awake in the morning. Yes. As I always say. Yeah. So um, <laughs> your journalism career, did yes. did you get, was this something that you auditioned for? I yes. don't know how people get a I auditioned jobs. for it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? It was an open casting call? It was an open casting call. It was honestly very weird. I didn't know why they wanted me to sing but i did it uh and then, it never hurts to be a triple threat right totally and then they were like oh your voice is so bad please just write it down <laughs> so then and i now, wrote it down and, and then i was bad at that so then they said write about death and i said okay and now uh from open casting calls you're mm-hmm. you're on to open cast it casket <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't do it never mind oh but it colin that was it, so close yeah, you almost it, nailed the perfect joke <laughs> It it also doesn't oh. really make sense. Open casket calls. Open casket calls. No, that's true. Open yeah. casket calls. Yeah, Those it's... are very fun. <laughs> I I just got to say, Colin, you were going for a triple axle. So uh, <laughs> most people yeah. who try to do that, they're going to fall. And you know, just got it. It's not about falling. It's about getting back up. Yeah. So <laughs> let's all commit right now to I trying some pretty difficult <laughs> pun jokes throughout the rest of this interview. I think I was inspired by the alliteration of uh, Sean Penn, and so I was going for casket calls, but I just couldn't stick it, you know? That's okay. It's okay. Just don't stay up all night thinking about it. No, I won't. Now, Todd, um, what is life like in Tallahassee? Because I've only passed through there um, on my motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And oh, wow. I look Where were you trying ahead. to go? So, um... <laughs> Florida. Yes. And everybody's like, oh, it's not a peninsula. It's an island, people say. Oh, sure. And they also say, oh, it ends. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. That is a lie. Florida keeps going. (laughs) This is crazy. If you're going fast enough, Florida will not stop. And you can ride it all the way to the bottom. Oh, to the bottom of what? (laughs) The earth. Oh, you know what? My brain facts are like, that's false, but I'm too scared to say anything, so I believe you. <laughs> that's Thank you. That is how I've gotten a lot of, of stuff through in my life. Okay. It's just I'm assertive and aggressive to the point where people are like, it seems risky to confront him yeah. on this. Yes. Um, wait, okay, so you were in a motorcycle going past Tallahassee all the way to the bottom I wasn't going fast earth. enough, yeah. so my motorcycle oh. and I fell into the ocean. Um, that sucks. And I had a similar thing where I was uh, traveling through uh, Florida on my skateboard. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. And I tried to ollie from the bottom of Florida to. Uh, <laughs> Colin and I are trying to, to the... get to Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> The uh, X Games Antarctica. Yeah. Yes. And you didn't make it, but you did get over Epcot. Yeah. I did I get over Epcot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Uh, but, you know, I'm just a, sort of a big on traveling and yeah. sort of a citizen of the world and that's so. how and that's yeah. how we pick up like okay what are we going to write about with detail <laughs> specifically traveling in florida and, but that being said tallahassee big blank spot oh it's beautiful really yeah it's so nice um there are lots of people lots of houses <laughs> okay <laughs> this sounds amazing and what brought yeah. you there um Really, just the nice franchises. Mm. They have an Applebee's. Mm. Uh, um, really, just <laughs> sort of the a specific. Yes, I love Applebee's. Um, and then sometimes, if you go outside, it's sunny. But other times, 
It's not. I feel like uh, you like Tallahassee for a lot of reasons that you might like other cities. If did you just sort of was like Tallahassee the first place you saw, and then uh, no, you sort I of stopped looking? A whole bunch of places. And that was the only one that had some nice days, mm-hmm. franchise restaurants. No, just the Applebee's. Just the Applebee's. Just the Applebee's, <laughs> and really nothing else. We there was some like a real rioting for a while to get a Trader Joe's there, and then everyone was like, no, no. no. No, no, they'd ruin it. Yeah, yeah that would really ruin yeah. the charm of Tallahassee. Exactly. Yeah, you just want the nice local. Uh, well, so I guess what? How do people buy their groceries <laughs> if there's not a Trader Joe's? Um, from Applebee's. Oh, yes. okay. Yes. Yeah. They get Applebee's to go. Applebee's. No, they have like a produce section. Oh. They have like a little library. They have, oh wow! In addition to the restaurant, um, yeah. Todd Appleby is the mayor of the town. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. <laughs> that's Tog great. Appleby? No, no. Todd. <laughs> Tog oh, Appleby. What no, a no, beautiful name. Tog is me. No, I know I your name is Todd. for that no. guy. Yeah. I would definitely vote for him. Yeah. Tog Appleby. He, no, Todd. <laughs> wow. I, I also love the idea that Applebee's, uh, if you go into it to shop, uh, a lot of the produce is just anything that's going to become part of one of their signature dishes. Like if you're buying yeah. ribs, they're going to be soaked in the Applebee's sauce. Right. Yeah. I mean, it comes pre-soaked. Everything yeah. is just already <laughs> soaked. In that so that's that's how they advertise it. The wettest grocery store. It is. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. Even their dry goods section is just sopping <laughs> with sauces. It's just a little less wet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Dry goods. Just a little. I mean, it's all perspective and in relation Totally. In relation to their hey, wetter goods. This Don't, guy point gets it. Don't point at me. Don't point at me. I was pointing at him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he you gets it. Please point at me. Yeah. Thank I'm, you. I'm almost getting it, but I still am. I'm looking at, there's a little window and I'm looking out just hoping I see a bird fly by. But besides that, you have my what? undivided attention. Wait, what? I almost get it, but I keep getting distracted because I'm looking out a window hoping to see a bird. Okay. That feels rude. Nobody in Tallahassee would do that. Everyone's very polite and there are no birds. Well, hey, Todd, welcome to the Big Apple. Oh. Uh, we are moving a little bit faster here. <laughs> okay. Sure. And here, it's a dry heat. I don't know what it's like in Tallahassee. Probably a wet heat. It's a very, well, yeah, so because wet. of the sauces. Yeah. The sauce. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the sort of, you know, the wet incident of 2004. <laughs> that mm. It's never been the same. Mm-hmm. The big wet incident. <laughs> the big wet incident. Yeah, yeah. That's actually what killed all the birds. That's what we Oh, wow. There. So yeah. there's no birds. So you would hate it there, Michael. What yeah. would I look out? So the window at. is it other people? <laughs> is it also because um, there's so much uh, Applebee's sauce? Mm. Mm. Does it? I'm imagining it uh, like evaporating the way water does, and then uh, raining it sauce. Yeah, you yeah. got it. That's oh. actually yeah. That would be the water cycle, but it's called the sauce cycle. Sauce cycle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that what accounts for the? Uh, Thick red clouds. Okay, no, absolutely not. I don't oh. know why you would bring. Look, you don't get it. This guy, he gets it. Okay, you I'm trying to connect. Uh, Todd, Todd is pointing at me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. I don't get it, Todd. But um, then I guess my follow-up question would be: Why are there th- thick red clouds over Tallahassee? Um, that's just on account of all the bird blood. Oh, right, from <laughs> yeah. the red <wedding>. incident. <laughs> The, the big wet incident. It's the big uh, wet incident. We don't talk about it anymore. No, no but it, it was sounds, a really hard time. Yeah. Um, in all of our lives. I mean, yeah. It's going to be one of the. It's similar to how people talk about, you know, the dust, the dust bowl, the and, dust bowl, yeah, sort of yeah. the big wet incident of yes. the 2004s. <laughs> yes. You- <laughs> what? So that must have drummed up a lot of work for you. It really did. That's yeah. actually when I got hired because they were like. <laughs> Suddenly, everybody is dying. High demand for obituary <laughs> yes, writers. Yeah, 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 the yeah, head yeah. obituary writer had to like, it's like, 
I need a team. Well, no, the head obituary writer died in there. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so then they were just left stranded with nobody trying to cover everything. So then I came in. I wrote this A lot of backlogged. A lot of backlogged deaths. A lot of front-logged deaths for all the people. (laughs) They knew we're going to die. Uh, So then I just got to typing. And then I kept on typing. And then I covered all the deaths in town. And they kept me on board. That's incredible. So you never got to meet the person who was the obituary writer before you? No, I heard he had a gruesome death, though. Ooh. Yeah. What did they... The, uh, what did the who wrote funeral? that obituary? I did. <gasps> yeah. What did the funeral get out of ten caskets? Um, honestly, like seven and a half. It was like Not bad. A, a pretty good funeral. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the guy wasn't very good looking, so uh, the open casket I thought was a bad that's idea. That's tough to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tough to hear. Uh, they should do just bottom downs if like they have. I think they really nice legs. <laughs> He did. He did yeah. have very nice legs. So if, it, but if you got a big ugly face, then oh, then you don't that's want to distract from yeah, the legs. And I would say like that it was nice that people sang. It was weird that it was karaoke, but it was still lovely, you know, to have some music at a funeral. Were they? Are, sorry, Colin. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to picture what kind of songs people choose to Probably sing. Death marches. Yeah, it was a death march, and then it was um, Amazing Grace. You know, mm-hmm. the classic funeral song. Then did it get a little bit more? fun it got too yeah it got a little more fun they did amazing grace in a different language and made it like oh. a fun upbeat song and then they did we didn't start the fire but <laughs> sort of got stuck in one year yeah. so they just sang the same verse over and over and over again mm. um jfk yeah. blown away, away. what JFK. else do i have to say and then just over and over again they're like i guess there's nothing more to say yeah yeah, yeah. i would have sang party in the usa <laughs> oh that sounds a little disrespectful, but in a cool, fun, charming way. I think the way I would have done it, everybody would have enjoyed. Oh, how would you have done it? Just loud and um, <laughs> off key. Michael does go to a lot of funerals, and he uh, always has notes after. Okay, for we, the family. Yeah, you should. We should combine our notes. Well, then. so I wanted to hear what is the process like for you from sure. uh, tip to tail of tip writing tail. one of these little obits. Um, yeah. So normally, if it's someone who I wasn't planning on their death. <laughs> And it's uh, a surprise death, you know. Right, right. Then I have to do some research. Um, I have to uh, talk to their family members. So I open up my yellow pages and I find the last name similar mm. to the last name of the person who died. The yellow pages. <laughs> so they're, they're, I'm guessing that, you know, sometimes it's just a common last name and you get the sure. so you call up. You're like, hey, bad news. Bill is dead. The yes. person's crying. Five minutes into the conversation, you realize you have the well, wrong person. You're absolutely right, except that I don't use the name because I don't, in case they're pranking me. So I say. In case the person you're you calling call is pranking you. Okay. Yeah, so I'll call and I'll be like, hello, someone you love dearly has died. Guess who? And then they quickly flip the tables. Yeah, and then usually they'll they'll be like, oh, yes, my husband. Or oh, they'll be like, who? And I go, well, it's either your husband or your uncle. You have to pick the right one. And then they'll you narrow it down. It's sort I of like a, mm-hmm. a, a who wants to be a millionaire. You can sort of narrow down the options for Absolutely. them. It's a lifeline. It is a lifeline. A death line. Except they yeah, can't death. phone a friend because their phone is currently yeah. occupied by right. someone who's yeah. telling them someone they loved is dead. Yeah. Absolutely. And their friend might be the yeah. person who's dead. Oh, um, yeah, if they're lucky. Yeah. And so then I talk to them and then just to make sure, you know, they're not pranking me. <laughs> I have a say the name of the person who died off three. <laughs> so, and so we count one, two, three, and then we yell like Bill Callahan. <laughs> so 
You're so you're on the phone. I'm just trying to paint a picture in my mind. Yeah, totally. So you you call up and you say, "Hello, mm-hmm. someone you love dearly is dead." Yeah. Guess who? And mm-hmm. then they're like, "Oh my god, what?" And then you immediately you're like, "Who is this? Yeah. Are you pranking me?" Yeah. <laughs> who is this? It's a rough business to be in. Okay, a lot of people want joke obits, but this is a serious right. obits call. Yeah. Um, Joko bits go to Randy, not they want to me, Todd. Randy does the uh, parody bits. Yeah. yeah. The obits bits. Randy's oh, funny. Oh, yeah, as hell. that's funny. I nailed it. <laughs> yeah, the you obituary. nailed it. The obits bits. Yeah, I guess you could have maybe made it a little tighter. The obits you That was good, Todd. That dog. So, um, has there ever been a case in which you're like, okay, shout out the name on three, one, two, three, yeah. and you shout something and they shout a different name? Totally. And then I find out two people have died. Oh. And then you're like, I have caller ID, asshole. Like, I can call you back. I can have the police sent there. Stop pranking me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And they're just dropping more work on your desk. So you're they like, oh, are... now I have to go hunt down this other person who may or may not be dead, depending right. on if this is a prank. Which is tough, but it's actually nice because that means I get paid 60 more dollars. Oh, that's oh. great. Yeah. Or you paid by the obit. Uh-huh. So you must, yeah, you are get, hoping for death. You're I, praying for death for all Oh, these yeah. People. I set up little traps around the city. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's pretty strange. <laughs> Just Not deathly ones, because that would be illegal. Just um, things to get people to trip and fall in case they were already on the verge of death, just to push them over this, the edge. This makes sense to me. I mean, like, you create mm. the problem, and yes. then you have the solve for it. You're drumming up business for yourself. That's just smart Business-minded thinking. And yeah. if these yeah. were traps sure. to made to kill anybody who hopped in, uh-huh. then I would be like, okay, I'm going to... I'm going to pump the brakes a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, if this was something where it was like, oh, a bucket full of candy that the candy was poison and all these kids died, I'd say, okay, let's. That would be so awful. I take... would never. Exactly. Yeah. But you're not doing that. You're just setting up things to trip older, sick people to help them die if they're close to it. <laughs> like if they're 70% yeah. getting them to 100. A hun- yes, that's exactly. Yeah. Correct. It's a mm-hmm. little more gruesome version of uh, euthanasia a little bit. Yeah. yeah. yeah you're just exactly. helping these sick Old people who it's are an in assisted pain. murder. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, euthanasia is, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, some people are for it, some people are against it, but it's a very conflicted topic, you know. But nobody <laughs> seems to have problems with what I'm doing. So I would say my thing is much better than euthanasia. Yeah. And by, you know, if nobody has problems with it, Colin and I also definitely don't. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, we want to, Michael and I have been, lately been taking a lot of brave stands on our podcast, and we yeah. just want to say, uh, just if anyone uh, is uncertain, Michael and I are for assisted suicide. Oh, yeah. Wow. Assisted murder. Yeah. So that was really brave of yeah. you guys. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. And if we could get any sponsors based off of that, we'd yeah. love it. Looking at you, Alex, <laughs> our producer. Yeah. Assisted suicide. Or, uh, yeah. Assisted murders where no one has asked for the assistance. Mm. So anything okay. yeah. that fits. Yeah. I feel like cool. Beto O'Rourke would be into this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean the punk rock Democrat? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think he would sponsor you guys. Speaking of death. Okay. And speaking of weaving a tale of a story of oh, death. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was talking about how I write. Yeah, I mean, I was going to transition to something totally different, but I know I would love to get the rest of you. No, it's fine. Really? Because this is, you know, tantamount to who you are. Okay. Yeah. And and honestly, like, Todd, like, you can just, if you want to, if, you know, we're getting off track, like, you can get us back on track, Todd. Steer the conversation, grab the reins. Yeah, bull by the horns. Yeah, go for it, Todd. I'm so scared of bulls and horns. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Don't go to Spain. I've never been on a plane. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> Again, thank you for busing here from Tallahassee. Yeah, of course. It was um, a red eye, right? Yeah, a, a red eye bus. <laughs> <laughs> but we drove through two nights, so it's really a double red eye. Anyway, well, okay. you went the wrong way for a while. <laughs> I did. I did go to the bottom of Florida. Yeah. Did, were go you going back. fast enough to no. <laughs> extend to Antarctica? Uh, sadly, no. Otherwise, I would be there right uh, now. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true. I guess that was a dumb question on my part. It really was, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I like to figure out who died, and then I go around, and then I ask um, other people what they thought about them. <laughs> To sort of like pull the public. Yeah, and I think oftentimes when someone dies, everyone feels obligated to only say nice things. So Fuck I really that. ask them for the goss, you know, the yeah. bad stuff yeah. to get all sides of that story. Do you like try and get that info before the person knows that they're dead? Because people say, oh, don't speak ill of the dead, which 100%. is just like, well, then what am I going to do it? Because if they're alive, they might hit me. Yes. If they're dead, there's no fear of repercussion. Um, That's a really good point. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I do. I usually also then will be like, hey... Uh, for instance, if someone named Bill died, I'd be like, you know, hey, you know the thing about Bill, right? And then I pause for long enough that they go, totally. And then they <laughs> fill, fill it in. in. Yeah. And then I go, that's exactly what I was talking about. But I've been recording them the whole time. And then I write it down. <laughs> Straight to press. Straight to press. <laughs> oh, gosh. I think that's what you're doing is so amazing because you're innovating uh, what I would say was a dying field. Mm -hmm. And you're making it a really uh, lively, dead Field. But, and you. also, it, it's a. Uh, <laughs> yes. It's also, it's a newspaper. We rely on our journalists to be it's the unbiased, only place we can get news, get both sides, yes. get all sides of the story. Mm -hmm. And so, why should obituaries just be one sided? This person was great. They were so yeah. wonderful. It's like, yeah, but what? bad stuff did they do yeah most people were really bad yeah, yeah. yeah. yes oh and if not bad at least boring and annoying yes thank you so much for being so supportive of supportive of supportive uh -oh. of supportive of me uh -oh. what it's okay oh. but you fucked up your words oh no i'm <laughs> really sorry you and colin have both now got a strike hey that you had a sentence recently that did not that fla <laughs> flap yeah. and floundered yeah so we're oh, all in there, it together I just did it again <laughs> we're all in it together okay <laughs> to you. air is human Yes, yeah. that's yes. awesome. Okay, yeah. thank you. That was a question. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Have you ever tried? Have you ever tried your hand at fiction? Oh yeah. Really? Sometimes, I mean, I've tried it for various obituaries, uh, okay. and then afterwards, people will be like, "Hold on, this wasn't true at all," <laughs> and I go, "Nailed it." <laughs> so, adding different life facts, just sort of lying about the person. Okay. Yeah. It's sort of like. Gonzo journalism, like, uh, but for obituaries, where where you sort of like inject your like this is my experience mm -hmm. of this person's death. I love so, that Muppet. Yeah. yeah, it is a good Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Todd, Doug, do you have any examples of times that you've done a fiction obit, a fic obit? Um, yeah. Well, fic obit sounds like I'm a British punk. It's a fic obit, isn't it? <laughs> That's amazing. Also, uh, not to get off track, but uh, Todd, you've got to hear uh, Michael's Ricky Gervais impression. Oh, okay. Are you even alive? Oh my gosh. Wait. Are you even alive? What? Is this Ricky Gervais in you, front of me? Yeah. What? This is crazy. Michael, reveal yourself. What? It's, it's, Michael, it's, Michael. it's just oh me. It's God. just me. It's oh just my me. God. That was horrifying. <laughs> Oh, no, I was going to faint. That was so scary. Fainting because you were scared or starstruck? It was really scary. <laughs> There's no need to be scared. Even if it was real, Ricky Gervais, all he'd do is tell you that God isn't real. Oh, no. 
I love God. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I- I'm sorry. Uh, you were about to tell us uh, any times you've put fiction in an obit. A sure. Fic-obit. Um. Well, I did it once because I thought there was um like a bias concern, you know, mm-hmm. because I knew the person very well who had died because we like to hang out and do hobbies together. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't want a conflict of interest of seeming like, oh, I'm being too nice to. Yeah, to to, to the person who died. Yeah. His name was Ted. Um, because Ted and I used it's to like a nice, strong out. name. Yeah. yeah, it's a good yeah, name like, yeah. for a good boy. Rest in peace. Um, and Teg. So, no, Ted. <laughs> Teg. You don't mm. understand. Just like the famous person, Teg Kennedy. What? <laughs> mm. No, that's Ted. Oh, man. Okay. So so you, you didn't want to have a... A, a conflict of yeah. interest, so I made up his whole life. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about him? Well, okay, so the actual Ted, you know, born, raised, Tallahassee, nice boy, short brown hair, big spectacles, <laughs> went to college twice because he had so much money. Um, and then had a wife who was very tall. <laughs> and then so in the actual one, I just reversed everything. <laughs> okay. So, so Tiny spectacle. So, so. <laughs> went to junior college. Bad, yeah. bad mean girl. Bad mean wife. Oh, no, girl, you're yeah. right. Husband <laughs> is what I said. The bad mean husband um, who he didn't go to college not even once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny contacts. he had yeah. no money. He had no money. The poor guy sucks for him. Um, the not- shortest wife. Yeah, the shortest wife and then and then the husband. <laughs> so this right. person had a small oh, wife and then also. They were a, uh, a polygamist. Um, Sure, yeah. Uh, um, but it was actually really rough because as I was writing it, I thought, God, I miss Ted and I will miss doing our hobbies together. Oh. Oh, <laughs> you know, so uh, it's it's tough when you lose the person you do the hobbies with. <laughs> There's only some term for a person who you spent time with and shared an intimacy with and did a hobby with. And what hobbies? Um, we were the, we like to, do, so have you heard of bowling? <laughs> Bowling, like B U L L I N G. B O W L I N G. Have you heard of bowling? That's like making a ceramic bowl, or like going to a pottery place and making a bowl. Yeah, that's exactly okay. what oh, it okay. is. Yeah. Wow. Well, you take a ceramic pot and then yeah. you roll it down an aisle and try to hit pins. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yes, I. That sounds really fun. That's what we did. We made the pins. Mm. <laughs> that was our hobby. That's incredible. <laughs> so. The hobby you did, you were like, do you know bowling? Yeah. <laughs> we made the pins. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Okay. But we actually, uh, we didn't even really make the pins. We just painted the little red stripe on the pins. Okay. So was, somebody else made the pins and so you just de- finished them. Yeah. I mean, it was really great because the pins come uh, and you, it's very clear where the red stripe is supposed to be because there's a red stripe already there. <laughs> So then we just paint on top of it. just give like a second coat. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, and we do that to all the pins in the bowling it's, alley. It sounds like, a, what is it, like at, at museums, like a refurbishing or... A, Upholstering. A, yeah, or where they like sort of... Upholstering the art. They touch up, yeah, yes, they touch yes. up the painting. Refurbishing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure, we yeah. really like to refurbish stuff. <laughs> Specifically bowling pins. Uh-huh. Great. That was our hobbies. Candle pin or um, the big ball? What? There's two different types of bowling. There's okay. candle pin, which has a small ball, mm. and there's big ball bowling. <laughs> I would say this was big ball bowling. It sounds like big ball bowling. Yeah, because yeah. everybody at the bowling alley was really large. 
like larger than a person normally is. Yeah, so like, how... were, it was like Ted's wife size. Like that's how big they were. She's so tall. And how big was it? Were they like larger uh, bowling balls than than usual bowling alleys? Were they like really big balls? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I would say pretty huge, but I don't really know. Like well, they weren't three as big as feet those... in diameter. Three feet. Wow. So yeah, pretty massive. Yeah, that's huge. Um, a lot of small children died that way, and that was a really sad round of obituaries yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think if there's like a huge bowling ball coming at you, the only hope at surviving is to try to line it up with a, one of the little finger holes. Yeah, totally. And sort of like get it to. Get it. Yeah. yeah, that's another hobby we had. <laughs> you know the finger hole. Yeah, I know the finger hole. Yeah, at the end of the day, when you're done with the ball, we would plug up the finger holes with of clay. Oh my god. Yeah, so then you would know the finger holes. You don't need them at nighttime. So wait, in the yeah. morning would you unplug like them? Or was this basically where no, you're making disposable bowling balls? Well, no, no, we would plug them up and I think it was someone else's hobby to unplug them but our <laughs> hobby is strictly plugging. Was it with like, uh, similar to like wine corks sort of? Totally, yeah. but I would say much harder to remove. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Yeah. Would you, so you would need some sort of device to get it out. Yeah, I don't know whose hobby it was, but I'm sure they had a really complicated time with it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really frustrating <laughs> yeah, for someone who's trying of, to bowl quickly. Right, no, it feels like if that's your hobby, get a new hobby, dude. Get a new hobby, and <laughs> yeah. you're one to speak because your hobby <laughs> rocks. Your Thank hobby you. is like, it sounds relaxing, but it, it also is. sounds productive and creative. Your hobby rocks, it rolls, and it bowls. Wow. Oh, hey, this guy is on fire. I'm pointing to him again. Yeah, I wish I'm I would the one being pointed one at. Point. Just one point. <laughs> He's got three well, points. You had a very strong reaction to the pointing when you thought you were being pointed at. That's true. And so, mm. you know, that's on me. I, you know what? Wake me up when it's points on the back end. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it's a Hollywood thing. So uh, we wanted to do a whole big fun bit with you about Game of Thrones that we've okay. been trying to do with guests. One uh, Game of Thrones was a relevant thing, uh, right. but we don't have time anymore. Oh, and I'm so Sorry. No, it's fine. No. It's really bumming me out, though, because this is like no longer a relevant thing. Um, Game of Thrones is. Uh oh, one second, Milo. Sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> I forgot to tell you guys I brought my dog. Uh, your dog? Uh huh. Um, so, anyway, there's no time to. Sorry. Milo. That's my dog. He's mating. Oh, he's mating? Yeah, he's mating. I was wondering what those two dogs were doing for the whole podcast. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. were just really hardcore mating. Yeah, it was very distracting. Mm, I'm really sorry. I should have warned you to look away. Yeah. Well, it was also, I learned a lot, I felt. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nobody does it like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, what they say, and what uh, the pet store near my house has that <laughs> written. Oh, really? Has that uh, underneath the, yeah. the sign at the store? I sign. think with both pet stores and zoos, the best part is the mating. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so I, anyway, it's. The only reason that it's frustrating is because this topical Game of Thrones bit, every episode <laughs> that we have to push it off, becomes less and less topical. But. I was thinking we could end with a fun little thing um, where you write obituaries for Colin and I. Okay. Oh, yeah. And not to put you on the spot or force you to do something that might not be fun for you. No, I but love this. I, if you don't do it, then we'll, the podcast will end poorly. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, I gotta but do seriously, it. Seriously, no pressure. Oh, okay. uh, no pressure, Todd. Oh, talk. Cool. Uh, so, so yeah, I don't know who you want to yeah. start with. And also, you can ask us questions because you only you. just met us. Yeah. Okay, well, so then if I have to ask questions, I'm going to ask him questions about you. Okay, okay. well, that feels... And I got another point. Bias. Okay, so, um, <clears throat> hello. Hello. Um, 
<laughs> I'm sorry. We should have introduced. We should have said hello much earlier. Oh yeah, yeah we didn't this do is that. Crazy. Uh, hello, Todd. I'm hi, Michael. Yeah. I'm hi, Todd. Tog. Tog. Okay. Um. Hello, Michael. Um. Hello, Colin. <laughs> hello, Colin. hello, Michael. Hello. Hello, hello Todd. Um, okay, okay. Glad we got that out of so the way. I'm calling you about uh, Michael. Uh huh. Uh. Yeah. So, what do you think about the guy? Uh. He. Uh. Terrible diet. Okay. Uh, he. Uh, what kind of foods? Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. Mostly not foods. Oh no. Yeah, he eats a lot of non-edible objects, and then he uh, he likes to walk. He will go out of his way to find uh, active construction sites to, and like, will try to sneak on them when uh, uh, like work's being done. So very mm-hmm. dangerous. Life. He rides that motorcycle and he tries to jump off the end of Florida, as you know. Wow. So, uh, so bad, bad diet. Uh, yeah. dan- lives a life of danger. Mm-hmm. So, I'm guessing he doesn't have long yeah. to live. So okay. I don't know if that helps at that, all. You know what? This is super helpful. Thank you so much. You're God, I wish um, I could jump in there. I have so many things to add. No, honestly, it's okay because this was actually a huge trick. And now I'm going to write the obituary for Colin. What? I know. I was observing Colin this whole time. Then he talked about you. And now I know everything there is to say. You fiend. <clears throat> Thank you so much. Fiend is just friend without the F. <laughs> R. Wait, what the heck is a what? friend? Because uh, I know that there's it. like the per- I, there's no word for the person you do, do hobbies, hobbies with. with. <laughs> what the heck is a friend? Uh, I uh, it's just somebody that you mate with for life. Oh, like a dog. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Got okay, so Swan. here we go. Swans also Swans? mate for life. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. That sucks for them. I'll come to the zoo with me one weekend. <laughs> okay. You'll get to check it out. It's not some of the stuff they do. Wow. I can't imagine meeting with one person for life. I'm really busy with lots of people all the time. Oh, gosh. I wish we had gotten into this earlier. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even think to ask our guest about their sex life. That's okay. When I have my obituary ready to go, but when I die, it's just going to be a full list of the people that I slept with. <laughs> I got to say, again, you are innovating in this genre. Most obituaries list at max usually a spouse. Yeah. Right. But I want a whole rundown of everybody who got porked. Mm-hmm. Porked. Porked. <laughs> okay, so you wanted me to do an obituary. I'm sorry. I'm teaching so No, long. it's fine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would start off with, oh, a beautiful June day. <laughs> and our dear um, hobby partner, uh, Colin, has died um, because he was ill. And that is very sad. Uh, During his life, Colin had a large bird's nest of hair atop his head (laughs) and uh, would often unprompted say very mean things about his friend. So honestly, if you're a friend who's reading this, good for you. Uh, You made it out. You probably beat him to the punch of death, as in you're still alive. You beat him to the punch of life. Um, Yeah, Colin was a tall man, but small to some. (laughs) And then tall to others who were smaller than him. A uh, very cool thing is that he had a full set of teeth and nobody knew if they were real or fake. So if he's dead and you're looking for a set of teeth that you would like to have for your own mouth, please check out the funeral. It will be next Saturday at three o'clock um, in his wife's home, which now she owns by herself. Thank goodness that home was getting too crowded. <laughs> 
that's it. That's the that's the obituary. Wow, congratulations! I, I that like, was fantastic. I like also that uh, it seems to be your obituaries tend to focus on people's heights a lot. There was a. Important to know. You got to see Bill's what kind of casket you're going to see. Tall wife in one of them. Yeah, I, yeah. I might, can I give you one constructive note? Oh, sure. I feel like you focused on the wrong character because <laughs> the character that friend he was mean to sounded very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually know. a really good point. I don't know anything about her though, so. <laughs> It's too bad. Mm. I didn't mm. get a chance to call her, you mm. know. Tough. I don't think he had any other friends. Okay. Well, anyway, that was just just one little thing. Take it or leave it. Oh, but. thank you so much. I will take it with me wherever <laughs> I go. <laughs> well, um, sadly, our time today has yeah. come to a close. But uh, do you have any last bits of advice for young aspiring writers? Um, I would say just do it. <laughs> Okay. Wow, that's a really nice, concise. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, we can't use it because it is Nike's slogan. So if you oh, could just come up with something else, right. yeah. Okay, Nike's eat fresh. <laughs> that'll work. Yeah, okay. that'll work. Cool. And that's the end of that chapter. Thank you so much, Todd. Uh, it was an absolute Tug. pleasure. So, um, are you taking a bus back? You taking a double red eye back right now? Or? Yeah, I'm actually kind of late, so I have to sprint to it. <laughs> it's in Take Atlantic City. We were gonna. <laughs> You know, there's a much closer bus station. We could have even arranged for a black car service to bring you. No, no, no. I can't hear what you're saying. I got to run. I'm so sorry. Okay, well, get out of here. Yeah, but whoa. Nice guy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.